Hello and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison. Today is Tuesday and this is the sixth week of the Easter season. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia! Christ is risen indeed. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, Let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Hebrews chapter 6, beginning this morning at verse 1. Therefore, let us go on toward perfection, leaving behind the basic teaching about Christ and not laying again the foundation. Repentance from dead works, and faith toward God, instruction about baptisms, and laying on of hands, resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. And we will do this if God permits. For it is impossible to restore again to repentance those who have once been enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and have shared in the Holy Spirit and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come and then have fallen away, since they are crucifying again the Son of God to their own harm and are holding him up to contempt. Ground that drinks up the rain falling on it repeatedly, and that produces a crop useful to those for whom it is cultivated, receives a blessing from God. But if it produces thorns and thistles, it is worthless and on the verge of being cursed. Its end is to be burned over. Even though we speak in this way, beloved, we are confident of better things in your case, things that belong to salvation. For God is not unjust. He will not overlook your work and the love that you have showed for his sake in the serving of the saints, as you still do. And we want each of you to show the same diligence so as to realize the full assurance of hope to the very end, so that you may not become sluggish, but imitators of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So what would we be trying to communicate if we told people that our goal right now was to reach maturity, to become fully grown and complete human beings? Suppose it has something to say about taking on 
adult responsibilities. And have something to say about going to work, earning a living, caring for loved ones, perhaps even caring for children of our own. All of those aspects of life that can also be so stressful and at the same time so rewarding because they're the part of our life that represents the fulfillment and accomplishment of all that we have hoped for. And the same is true for those of us who have completed already a career or a life or have raised a family and have now moved on uh, into retirement and into the the fullness and maturity of, of, of an older age. It also represents around us the surrounding, the fulfillment and accomplishment of the things that we have hoped for, worked for, trained for, and all those aspects of our life that make it seem now so full and complete. Reaching maturity in Christ is the same. At a certain point, we must become adult Christians and no longer children. And we understand this by comparing Christian life to that of vineyards and grain fields. A mature and adult Christian is one who bears fruit. But isn't that what a mature and adult human being does as well? Bears fruit. Is productive making a contribution out of love and care for God and God's people and God's world. It's all about learning to mature in faith. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, and so on. But but these are not practiced in isolation. They don't simply grow inside of some kind of isolated greenhouse simply for ourselves. But they actually grow to be given away, to be used as a witness to the coming of God's kingdom in Jesus Christ. So like our reading in Deuteronomy, the writer of this letter points out two paths before us. One leads to a life of fruitful maturity in Christ. The other leads to fruitlessness and meaninglessness and death, falling away, having left off on the Christian faith. Whether we are listening to John the Baptist preach, or we're listening to Jesus tell his disciples a parable, or we're listening to this sermon letter that we are reading now, there is an expectation that God's people will live and act as God's people in the world. As a people who bear fruit worthy of repentance, as a people whose hearts are good soil, where God's word produces an abundance, a people who have grown up into Christ and are nourished on the solid food of God's word, as they, live to lear- as they learn to live by imitating Christ Jesus. Time and time again, we hear and are taught to ask, how is God calling me to make a contribution to the life of this community and its people? We might put it this way. So what am I to do now that I'm all grown up in Christ? In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. 
In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationships with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, Renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for the people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife and warfare, for all who are mourning, for those who are sick, for those who care for them. For all who are working to bring about peace and international harmony. For all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else? For what else do we pray this morning? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin, nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, Direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people, love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.